0: Welcome to Element, the student ministry of Third City Christian Church. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students. If you guys have been with us for the past couple weeks, we've been going through this series uh, alongside our church called The Gap. And basically we're looking at a man named Nehemiah and we're looking at his mission and his calling from God and what he did with that. Uh, he, was, he was motivated to help his city of Jerusalem, uh, to help his people who had been exiled for 140 years and his goal was to help these people and rebuild uh, what was a broken and helpless city. Um, if, you, if you've if you been with us, we've learned that there was a wall around the city that was broken and he was called by God to, to help rebuild this wall. And so that's kind of what Nehemiah's calling and mission was and Two weeks ago, Parker talked about uh, healthy heartbreak and how Nehemiah's heart broke for his people. And with that heartbreak, it created action for him to do something. And he talked about how we see and we have heartbreak in this world too and we feel that we need to act on that. Uh, Last week, Josh talked about what he called the bold ask. And basically, Nehemiah, he influence his peers around him on what he his mission was and what he was doing he influenced them so that he could eventually boldly ask them to join him on mission and similar in how we we need to influence people around us so we can bring them along the ride with us too and and remember there's kind of this overarching theme here in nehemiah and it's basically it it's that everyone has a mission from god each one of us has a mission from god and it matters to the people around us. And so tonight, I'm asking the question, what are your plans with God's mission on your life? What's your game plan? What's your goal with what God has put before you? So before I dive in, can you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I wanna thank you for tonight. I wanna thank you for these students that came here tonight to learn more about you, Lord, and grow in you, Lord. I want to thank you for all the volunteers we have who take time to come on Wednesday nights to pour into these students' lives, Lord. And I pray that that these students can retain anything that's said here, Lord. And I pray that they can grow closer to you tonight, Lord. And Lord, I pray that they can grow closer to their adult leaders and their peers with what I have to say tonight, Lord. And share and pray. Amen. So tonight again, I'm asking the question what are you, what is your plan with God's mission on your life? What's your plan? And the first step is understanding what problems that you need to solve and that stand in your way of acting on God's mission? What problems do you need to solve so that you can act on God's mission? And ultimately if you if you call yourself a Christian, we have kind of the same overarching mission from God. And we find that in in Matthew 28, and it basically says, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. So we all have kind of that overarching same mission, and we kind of have the overarching same problem too, and that meaning that there are hurting people, and we want them to know the gospel. So the problem is that people don't know the gospel. But I truly do believe that we each have individual missions and individual problems as well. So take the Eagles for instance. They have a problem this next week. His name's Tom Brady, right? Yeah. So the Eagles have this problem, his name's Tom Brady, and, and they have to act on that problem. They're not just gonna lay over for him. And so the coaches spend these last two weeks of scheming and planning to defeat Tom Brady to eventually achieve their mission, to achieve their goal which is winning a Super Bowl, right? And so we have, these, we have these problems in our lives that keep us from acting on God's mission. Nehemiah's problem was that he saw, he saw a city that laid in ruins. He saw a city with broken walls, and he saw people hurting by that because they were unprotected. Uh, chapter 2, verse 17, he, he said, Then I said to them, You see the trouble we're in, Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, and we will no longer live in disgrace. So we each have these individual pro, problems that that uh, restrict us from following god 's calling and god 's mission and so back in back in high school, around my junior year, kind of when I decided to to really take my faith seriously and and decide to really follow Jesus and and grow in my faith, um, I quickly noticed problems that stood before me. I quickly noticed the problems around me. And my problem was that once I decided to follow Jesus, that I was living kind of a double life. I was someone else at school with my friends, on my football team, I was someone else than who I said I was at church. I came to church and said I was someone different. But then I was with my friends. I was, I was living a double life. And that was a problem. And the problem was is really the people who I surrounded myself with. I surrounded myself with people who, who led me down not, the, not a road that led to Jesus. It was a dark and narrow road. And I noticed that if I kept hanging with these friends that one, I wouldn't grow closer to Jesus, but two, my life would probably fall off. And so what what are the problems that you face that are keeping you from acting on God's call on your life? What problems are they? You know, maybe Maybe you're similar to mine. Maybe you surrounded yourself with the wrong friends and the wrong people, and people that don't build you up, but people that really just bring you down. Maybe your, your problem is similar to mine. Maybe, maybe you have a problem with the relationship that you're in. Maybe he or she isn't allowing you to act on God and go closer to him. Maybe your problem is commitment. Maybe you have commitment issues and you, you don't, you're not all so sure about this and you don't know if you want to commit to something like this. Maybe your problem is you don't even know if you're a Christian or not. Maybe that's your problem. You know, I don't, I don't know what problems lie before you that keep you from acting on God's call, but we all have them. I have them. It's so whether or not you solve them is if you, you act on God's call. So here's what I want you to do. Um, I want you to close your eyes. I want everybody to close their eyes. No need to talk right now. And I want you to think. That's not right. I want you to think and and uh, reflect on the problems on your life. I want you to think and reflect on that. Just close your eyes for a minute. And then I want you to say a prayer. And say a prayer that asking God to help you solve those problems. So I want, to, I want you to keep in the front of your mind and in the front of your head that, that there's a plan that needs to happen. So what, what's your plan with God's mission on your life? And so we looked at the first step was identifying problems. identifying the problem that sends you your way. And so now we're going to look at like what, who are the people you need to bring along with on your mission? Who are the people that you need to include in your life? Who are the people that you need to surround yourself with? And also, who are the people that you need to leave behind? Scott put it like this on Sunday, and I really like this. He said, if you, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, take people along with you. But I can tell you, I've, I've tried to go fast before. It doesn't work. I've tried to go fast And if you want to go far, take people along beside you. Nehemiah, he knew that if he was going to listen to God's call, if he was going to listen to God's mission for him, and if he was going to do this great thing by rebuilding this city and rebuilding the walls around it, that he had to include other people around him. He had to bring people along with him. I don't know about you, but you can't build a wall by yourself. So look at chapter 2 verse 12. It says, I set out during the night with a few others. With a few others, I had not told anyone what my God put in my life or in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one while I was riding on. So Nehemiah knew that he needed to involve others that had the same passion. He needed to surround himself and involve people that had the same passion on his uh, same passion for what he wanted to achieve. And that was to rebuild the walls. He needed the same people with the same mission and the same passion to accomplish what he was called to do. So back to my story a little bit. Once I noticed the problems, which were the people I surrounded myself with and that I was living a double life, once I recognized that, I had to act on it. And essentially I I felt, you know, I felt God's calling for me to to leave this, this group of friends in my life, to step away from them. To step away from this group of friends that weren't, that I wasn't benefiting from, and that were really just tearing me down as well. And so that's what I did. I stepped away, and for a while, it was about a week or two weeks, you know, I felt very lonely. And I felt alone, you know. And I, I really questioned, I really questioned and doubted God. You know, because I felt God, that's what he wanted me to do, but, but after that, I was alone. I felt alone, and I was really wondering Why? Like, God, why did you want me to do this? And I really doubted it. And so eventually, you know, I, after about two weeks, I was, I had enough with it. And I decided to really go kind of just back within that, that friend circle. And I was hanging out with them, and not even, not even an hour into hanging out with them, I get a text message. And it's from this kid that I didn't really know. All I knew that he went to the same church as I did. And I, I knew his family a little bit. I knew that he went to church and it was part of our youth group, but I never really hung out with him. And so he just texted me. He's like, hey, you want to go hang out? Want to go Frisbee off? And you know, I, said, I said, you know what, yeah. And so God gave, me, God gave me a relationship within the church. And that was something I really needed at this moment in my life because that, that relationship grew and grew. And eventually someone else came along with us and and another, and another. And eventually, you know what? I've made a relationship with my youth pastor, and he influenced me. And you see, I I surrounded myself with people who were on the same mission. Matthew 18.20 says, for where there are two or three gathered in my name, there I am among them. And so like what Scott said on Sunday, if you want to go fast, go alone. But well, that don't work. I can tell you that right now. If you want to go far in your faith and on your walk and on your journey, take people along with you. So now what I want you to do, I want you to, I want you to talk with the people around you and tell them, tell them the people in your life who have influenced you. Tell them the people, your friends, who have good, positive influence in you. But then also say, talk to them about the people who you feel you need to leave behind. Because they're tearing you down. Just very quietly. You don't need to talk very loud. Just quickly talk with the people around you. Bring it. Alright, bring it back up here. Up here. Just shut your mouth. Bring it back up here. So we talked about problems that stand, stand in your way of, of listening to God and acting on his mission. And we also talked about the people, the people who you surround yourself with and how they how they affect you in acting on your plan and on your on your mission with God. And now I want to look at what. What is your goal in all this? What is your plan? What is is your plan on God's mission that He has given you? Why don't you think about that? What What is your goal? Nehemiah's goal was to bring peace and hope to a broken city. What is your goal? You know, as I, as I started building more and more relationships within the church and with, with people who had a positive influence in my life, I eventually, I eventually felt God calling me into vocational ministry, which is, uh, which is what I went to school for. And so my goal was to, to go to Bible college and to get a degree to become a, become a minister and work and, and serve within the local church. But you know what, there, it's not like this road is perfect by any means. And so I want you to think to yourself, what is the one thing that you need to surrender over to God tonight? What is that one thing? What is the one thing that is standing in your way to live on God's mission on your life? What is that one thing that you need to surrender tonight? For me, I doubted. I doubted God. When He called me into the, what I'm doing today, I doubted. And that's something I had to ask God to just completely surrender over to Him. So, what is the one thing tonight you need to surrender to God so that you can live on mission with Him? Thanks for joining Element. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students.